lovely to have you to have you here today and um, yeah welcome welcome we're we're in the middle of dealing with something which is so simple and can be so life-changing and yet so hard to to apply we've entitled it the thought that kicks you out of heaven the thought that kicks you out of heaven and the reason why it's called the thought that kicks you out of heaven is because when we actually focus on the amount of stuff that we have going for us by the very fact that we are breathing it's almost overwhelming how much good is going for us by the fact that we're breathing it's almost overwhelming and everything is fantastic if we sit and ponder on the fact that, you know, if I offered you bed, um, I need, I need corneas. Not because I'm trading on the, on the, on the, the dark net, but because uh, there's a person that needs a cornea transplant. And I was just wondering if you'd be willing to sell me your corneas. Ben, would you be willing to sell me your corneas? No. No. A million dollars. Oh, sorry. It's your eyes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to sell me your your eyes. A million dollars. Two million. Two million dollars. Dollars, not rands. Dollars. (laughs) Two million dollars. Ten million dollars. Ten ten million dollars. A hundred million dollars. A billion dollars. One second. Are you telling me that you are walking around with over a billion dollars over here? Oh my gosh, you are a billionaire. Ben, let me ask you a question. Can I buy your ears? Your mouth? Your tongue? Your nose? You're a multi, multi billionaire. So listen up. So you sing me as a billionaire, okay? You're breathing. You're not going to tell me your heart, your lungs, kidneys. Maybe one. Um, okay? A toe or two, maybe. But you're sitting there, literally a multi-billionaire. And you're breathing. And then this thought comes into your head. And you are, oh my gosh, my left nostril's blocked. Oh. Boom! The thought kicks you out of heaven. Oh my gosh, how can I go on? My left nostril's blocked. Like, <laughs> Like, so frustrating, it's so irritating. That's called the thought that kicks you out of heaven. And it's crazy, because that thought is, if you actually realize what that thought is in relation to what you have, it's insane. You're in heaven, and then like, it's almost as if you've been waiting 20 years to watch your favorite Jewish singer, of course, perform. And finally, you get there to the concert. And there's like, there's dirt on your chair. And you go, oh, I can't believe this. Are you joking? <laughs> Are you joking? That's called the thought that pulls you out of heaven. So we all have these thoughts that pull us out of heaven. So step number one is identifying the thought that pulls, off, pulls us out of heaven. Step number two is formulating it. Step number three is switching it. Step number four is getting back into heaven. That's what we've been doing. And this is how it works. That's how it works. Tell me, Crandall, do you have a thought that's kicking you out of heaven right now? Uh, this, is, this is pretty much how the 
It's amazing. Have you done? Do you ever thought that's kicking you out of heaven right now? No. No? Shmuel, could you suggest one of the ten thoughts that are presently kicking you out of heaven? <laughs> Let's hear it. Uh, all my life, I've, I've, I've struggled with uh, sleeping. There's not, uh, uh, the interesting thing is that it's not natural noise. It's like the cars don't bother me. It's shimmy. I'm the one who made this half an hour before him. <laughs> uh, no, but let's say people that talk, but they are talking around me. That bothers me. So when when people talk around you, yeah. um, what do you feel? Extremely annoyed. Extremely annoyed. Extremely annoyed. So here you are. You're in a bed. You have the ability to fall asleep. Yeah. Um, you have a roof over your head. You have everything going for you. But people are speaking around you and they're stopping you from going to sleep. So you feel extremely annoyed. Okay. So in other words, because people are talking around you and depriving your sleep, therefore you feel extremely annoyed. Is that always true? No. Could you give an example when that's not true? Because sleep on buses, airplanes. Fact, sometimes there are lots of people talking around you and you just go to sleep. But is the thought, that's not the thought, is the thought that when people are stopping you going from sleep, going from sleep is it always that it makes you irritated? When people are... No, sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. When doesn't it? When, when it's... Uh, You're not going to taste it, that people are talking. That it's, it's, uh, that's the usual, usual, that people are talking on the bus and on the airplane. But when I'm in bed, that in the evening, people should be quiet. So let's go to the time when you're in bed, you're in bed in the evening, people should be quiet, because you're going to sleep and therefore people should obey that. Um, so, so you're in bed and people are talking and because people are talking, you will always get annoyed. Is there ever any time when you're in bed and people shouldn't be talking and they talk and you don't feel annoyed? Uh, very rarely, but I'm so exhausted. If you're know. really exhausted yeah. and people talk about you, it doesn't matter because you'll just go to sleep anyway. So there are times that even though people are talking around you, it doesn't make you annoyed. Let's switch it. Let's say, when people are talking around me, it makes me happy when I can't go to sleep. How would you switch it? It never makes me happy when I'm trying to sleep. Okay, well, let's switch it and make it. Let's say, could you explain, if I said to you, why would there be a reason why people talking around you and stopping you going to sleep would make you happy? For example, think about this. The fact that you can hear people talking means that you're not deaf. Having a sense of hearing is an amazing thing. I know that during the day. You do, but now you're knowing it again at night. So the fact that you can hear people talking is a blessing. Because imagine if you couldn't hear them talking. That would be terrible. So the fact that you hear them talking is amazing. It's amazing. More than that. More than that. Imagine if you'd be all, your, all by yourself in some deserted place and you'd have no people around you, no friends to relate to, no people to learn with, no chavrits to have. So the fact that there are people around is amazing. So when you hear the people because you've got a sense of hearing and that they're actually people, wow, this is great. This is really a good thing. Okay, one second, we're going further, don't worry. The fact, the fact 
that when you hear people talking, it stops from going to sleep, right? Um, means that when it's quiet, you can go to sleep. It's something to be so appreciative for. I know many people come and speak to me and I say to you, why weren't you in church today? They said, I didn't get to sleep until like five o'clock in the morning. I said, why not? They said, I just couldn't go to sleep. Dead quiet, but they just couldn't go to sleep. So the fact that if there is quiet, you can go to sleep, and the only thing that's stopping you is noise, is a huge blessing. It's a huge blessing. Do you know how many people suffer from sleep issues? So you don't have sleep issues. Just, isn't that a blessing? It is. It is. It is. So you've got hearing, you've got people around you, and you can sleep when they're not making noise. Oh my gosh, when people talk around me and I can't go to sleep, I'm happy. You're still not happy? Uh, it's easier said than done. Why? Because I'm not conditioned to do this. To, to, uh, to examine I'm, I'm in bed. I'm not thinking about the blessings. What right. I'm thinking is that annoying. So look what happens. Look what happens. When you try to think about these things, what changes? You move from hell to heaven. Who, who loses out? When you get caught up in the negative chat about what's going on, you lose out. Not them. You lose out. What happens? Not only do you not go to sleep, because you're not going to sleep anyway, because they're making a noise, and you're not going to stop them. So anyway, you're not going to sleep. So who loses out? You lose out. Because instead of like being, being grateful for the fact that you can hear, and that you can go to sleep when there is no noise, you've got people around you, and feeling happy, and when they stop talking, you will go to sleep, you feel angry, and you feel hatred, and you go to sleep with all this negative stuff inside of you. So who loses out? You lose out. Why do you lose out? Because your thought tells you a lie about the reality of your situation. And it tells you, this is terrible. It's not terrible. It's amazing. Well, okay, I see. It doesn't actually work like that. It doesn't work like that. I really have. Yeah? Give me an example of a negative thought you've having and let's see if it works that way or not. Go for it. No, I don't want that example. I want an example from your life. Go for it. What's the thought that's kicking you out of heaven right now, Izaki? What do you mean kicking you out of heaven? Right now, you just told me, by your own admission, you're a multi-billionaire. You should be the happiest man in the world. But at that point, I don't really care about all that stuff. One second. Right now. Forget about... Right now. Are you the happiest man in the world? I guess. Well, it doesn't sound convincing. Like, if I did... <laughs> are you the happiest man in the world? <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm the happiest man in the world. I'm happy. Yeah, man. Right? Right? Are you happy? Yeah. What's stopping you from being happy right now? You can't kid me. You're not as happy as I want you to be. Now you're getting happier. But before that, <laughs> think of a thought that's interrupted your happiness. Tired. Tired. So the thought goes like this. I'm tired. And when you're tired, how does that make you feel? Irritated. Irritated. When I'm tired, I feel irritated. Good? Is it always true? Whenever you're tired, you always feel irritated? Not always. When don't you feel irritated when you're tired? Um, I don't know. Guess. I'm not as tired. I'm doing no, when, when, when you're as tired. 
But I'm not trying to focus. When you're not trying to focus and you're tired, then you don't get upset. So you're only upset when you're trying to focus and you're tired and you can't focus as well as you could, so then you get really frustrated by your tiredness. How does it make you feel? Apart from frustrated. Does it make you feel like bad about yourself? To an extent, yeah. Like a little bit like, like you're not what you should be. Yeah? Like, I'm going to use the word, sorry, I'm going to use the word failure because it's just a powerful word. Um... So, you know, when you're tired and you try to concentrate and you can't, you irritate because it means that, like, come on, what's wrong with me? Yeah? It resonates? Yes? Yes? So let's switch it. When I'm tired and I can't concentrate, it makes me feel amazed by myself. I'm so proud of myself. I'm such a success. Explain to me why. Why? Tell me why. I can't concentrate on what I Because you've got so much resistance to concentrating and you're sitting there fighting the resistance and not just giving into it, not just going to your bed and lying down and you're in the chair and you're trying to overcome it. You're a hero. So when I'm tired and I realize that even though I'm tired, I'm still trying to concentrate, I feel excited mm-hmm. and proud of myself no how do you feel not irritated how about feeling proud of yourself that you're fighting your resistance it's impressive no shows you've got lots of koyach shows you've got ideals shows you've got strength of character shows you've got gvura it's the best thing that could ever happen to you if I'm not tired and comes to listen to the share and I automatically concentrate, does that mean anything? No, it's meaningless. But when you actually have to go against all that stuff and you're still here, that's big. That's big. No? How are you feeling? Big. <laughs> See that? See that switch? Isn't that amazing? And that's what I mean that your thoughts lie to you. When you're big, they tell you you're small. And then what happens? You live in the smallness and then you perpetuate it. Why? Because you believe your lying thoughts. What, Joffy? Sorry, I had to mean to distract you from the track. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Is everyone getting this process? Yes? It's amazing. What it requires is step number one, finding the thought that kicks you out of heaven. Whenever you're not in heaven, there's a thought behind it making you lose your heavenly state. Find that thought. Step number two, process that thought, making thought. Because of this, I feel that. Step number three, challenge it. Is that already true? Is that always true? Step number four, flip it. Say the opposite and explain why it's the opposite. Step number five, back in heaven. Back in heaven. Dovi. If a person is like, going through something very difficult, or like if someone's sick, something's happening. Yes. Um, and like 
let's say you think of the person that's sick and you say to yourself like so that thought like if you think of someone who's sick and like makes you upset then that throws you out of heaven then um the ant like that's the antidote for like for me would be like maybe like think of like the good times out of that person or thank god i'm able i'm even able to dive in or someone to dive into or just to do all those kind of things but like is it not like is it never positive of staying in hell and just trying to feel the pain of another person not a stir. I'll give you an example and you'll see how twisted we are. Um, this technique I borrowed from a book written by a woman called Byron Katie. Byron Katie. Um, and she gives an example of a common thought that parents have. She said to a parent, could you live if your children died? How would you feel, you know, like, could you keep on keep on living if your children died? And you ask the average parent, say, no, I couldn't keep on living if my children died. So he says, well, let's think about what that thought means. The thought means that the reason I'm related to my children, the way I relate to my children, is they have to realize that them, their existence is keeping me alive. And I'm going to impose on them the fear that if they stop existing, so they're killing their parents. Isn't that a crazy messed up relationship? That's crazy messed up. So the parent feels guilty to say that, well, how can I continue living when my children <coughs> died? Well, don't you really do to your children if you don't feel that way? You actually recognize that, no, the most important thing you realize that if your children died, you continue living. Because you care about your children, not about yourself. It's not about you, it's about them. Good? So let's move that into your way. So like, how do you feel when someone's, when someone close to you is sick? So do you feel, well, if I don't feel sad for them, so then I have to feel sad because otherwise I'm bad. Yeah. If I don't feel sad, I'm bad. Is that true? No. No. In other words, I could be aware of their pain but not feel sad. I could feel the difficulty and the pain of their predicament and break down the gates of heaven and enlist as many people as I can to assist but not feel depressed and demotivated because of what they're going through. I feel Mm -hmm. empowered and I feel compassionate. But... Those are all rich emotions, where sadness is a retreat into self. And you're saying, basically, I'm more important than the sick person. Because they're making me feel sad. So who's this about? It's about me. Mm. Just understand how tricky that is. Because yeah. people feel guilty. Well, I'm not feeling sad about this person. That's a problem. I'm such a bad person because I'm not feeling sad. I better feel sad. It's all about you. See our unquestioned thoughts? are absolutely disastrous. Question your thoughts. Question your thoughts. Question your thoughts. Shaya, what you saying? What? What are you saying? Uh, that I'm, I'm, I mean to <laughs> imply that you should say something. Uh, what? I don't know what you're thinking. Have you responded to this idea? Like, what's it done for you? Yeah. 
Yeah. You've been using it? Yes. I mean, you're guessing it, don't you know? <laughs> Do you feel like you're being a little bit passive in relation to this idea? No, 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 I've been listening. No, no, I'm not saying you haven't been listening. I'm asking, have you been doing? I, I, feel, I feel fine. I don't, need to, I don't feel like I have any thoughts either. You don't have negative thoughts at all? Not right now. I mean, ever. When? When? I don't know. I just ignore that. I just like, forget. If we give an example, what would be an example of a negative thought that you ignore? Sometimes I feel like I'm not like, like I wish my like, memory was better or something. I don't know, like, forget things. Right. And when you forget things, how do you feel? Uh, annoyed, I guess. Annoyed? Yeah. Okay, is that true? Is it true that because you forget things, you have to feel annoyed? Or is that always true? When you forget things, you always feel annoyed? Momentarily, you can just forget about it. Um, okay, well, is, 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 it, is it true... I don't, that, like get, I don't like get like caught up in my thoughts. I just kind of like, trick, like, like I don't like one thought. One, like one thought doesn't like lead to another. Like, think about it. And I'm like, what? Like, Let go of it. Yeah. Just move on. Yeah, it's like not. It's like a not a positive thought. Like, not productive. Right? It's pretty productive. And how does that work for you? It's pretty well. This works too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good. That's interesting. Simcha, what are you feeling? Yeah, I mean, I, I haven't tried this this one yet, but um, like beforehand, I've, I, I usually just like more of like a two-step process. Like you... Like, like I. Like I. Like if I'm tired, then I just think like like the same thing you said to him, basically. His name's um, Ben. Ben is yeah, like he's He's, he's Did you say hello to Ben and give him a warm welcome? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's close. Yeah. But, um, you just like think about all the good things you have and like. I like, think about all the good things I have. I, I think about all the good things I have and it just like. You know, like puts it in perspective quickly. And then, just, then I just. Then I just go back to. What's the like when you like? When I when I'm when I'm okay, but when I'm in a like angry mm. trouble, mm. whatever the feeling is that makes me angry, mm. it doesn't matter what I think about all those good things. How do you know? Have you ever tried it? Yeah. Have you? I mean, not like this. Like, okay. Like that, like, okay. Like, so you've never no, you've never tried it. But still, like, I'm, like like what you were saying to him, like think about like you have. You Who's have him? Shmuel Modcha. Shmuel Modcha, yeah. Momodcha, that's Ben, Ben to Momodcha. Like you have people around you and you have hours and stuff, like I don't care about that. I'm like angry right now and nothing, I know that it doesn't change how I feel. So, do you want to go through it? What are you angry about? If I don't understand the Gemara, then we learn. Okay, get angry because you don't understand the Gemara, so. Because you don't understand the Gemara, you feel angry. Yeah? Why? Because I'm supposed to understand. You're supposed to understand it. Who told you you're supposed to understand it? I don't know, it? like, if, if everyone else can understand it, it obviously makes sense. Why can't I understand it? 
because maybe you're stupider than them. And that's all I'm Or how's it help to be angry? If you are stupider than them, you are. And getting angry is just like denying your reality. Yeah, but it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just, I love, it's just how I feel. I can't really change the fact that I feel like. No, can't you? <laughs> he said the words. He said the words. He said, hi, I am in the fixed mindset. I can't change the way I feel. Really? Really? Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. If I don't understand the Gemara and everyone else doesn't, I will have to imperatively feel angry. There's no way I can ever change that. Is that true? No, but look. No, okay. One second. You just told me literally uh, less than a minute ago that you have to feel that way. Now you're saying if you don't have to feel that way, what other way could you feel instead of angry? I don't know. I don't, I don't understand. It's frustrating. Frustrating you don't understand. Maybe it could be inspiring that you don't understand. How could it be inspiring that you don't understand? Um, let me ask you a question. Do you think people naturally have an easy time understanding Gemara or a hard time understanding Gemara? Hard. Hard. Adam Miller, sitting on my left here. He's a lovely guy, good-looking, presentable, fantastic social skills, great work resume. Adam, do you have a hard time understanding Gemara? Very difficult, yeah. Do you think you're less stupid or more stupid than, than Ben? Mm. Yeah. I, I've only worked with him for a day, so it's, I can't really say it. Can't really say it. Okay. Yeah. But let's say in the realm of stupidity, you're probably like not very far apart. Yeah, I agree. So I would be very happy if I'd be as stupid as Adam. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I dream of being as stupid as him. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, here you go. Here's the lie you're telling yourself. The lie you're telling yourself is that if I don't understand the Gemara and everyone else does, that means I'm stupid. If I'm stupid, that means I'm a failure. Failure means I'm worthless. If I'm worthless, what am I doing in my life? Oh, I hate this! It's all a lie. Let's reframe it. If I don't understand the Gemara, it means I'm amazed. I'm an amazing guy for trying. If I would have understood the first time, it wouldn't have been great shakes. But the fact that I don't understand it and it's important to me shows I value Torah, shows that that's the way the Gemara is designed. I'm just being normal like everyone else. Shows I've got tenacity and perseverance. Whoa, I'm so happy I didn't understand the Gemara. Don't get caught up in a fixed mindset, which means if the thoughts tell me it's true, it has to be. The thoughts lie to you. They just did, right? They said, the thoughts said to you, your thoughts told you, if you can't understand the Gemara, it's a bad thing. I'm telling you, if you can't understand the Gemara, it's a good thing. Because Torah is not about understanding. It's about trying to understand. Ibrahim Kanievsky, as a small child, the disciple said, no, say I'll never be. He tries hard. So I'll never be a big person. Say that, but look how well he tries. But he's a success story. But it would have been no different had he been a normal guy for the rest of his life. Because we just have to try. That's all we have to do. Did you get that? How's it feel? Good. Okay, guys. So we're getting way too intense for me after the crying of my conversation and with Ben. Like, this has been an intense year, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. It's been properly, properly intense. It's been an intense. Oh. Oh, I mean, this has been like, this has been like real, real gutsy stuff, right? <laughs> 
So we thank you all for tolerating that confrontation. The idea is to, for us to gain access to the wealth of living and not to deliberately impoverish ourselves when we don't need to. We can really learn to live a much happier life. We can really do this. We can actually do this. It's not like impossible. You can actually go to sleep happy even though people are keeping you awake. You can actually feel engaged and excited that you don't understand the Gemara. It's amazing. Mm. It's all about just learning how to react and to relate to your thoughts. Remember, the most important relationship you have in life is not towards your wife, it's not towards your brother, it's not towards your father and your mother, it's not towards your friend, towards your thoughts. Those are the only people you're married to. Be blessed.